Hi, I'm Dahlia. And this is Ricky. And you're listening to... Hashtag, hashtag do, do it, it for the Chavaya. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back, guys. I'm Ricky. And I'm Dahlia. And this is... Do it for Chavaya. And I just re introed our intro, so you're welcome for that special little... In case little... you forgot, like, the last three seconds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, guys, so we're here with a very special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Shoshana. I'm their roommate. Okay, so... Roommate number three! Yes, this is a trio roommate situation. Situation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, so tell us about yourself. Where are you from? Where'd you go to seminary? Okay, um, I'm from New Jersey. Woohoo! No, New Jersey's kind of awful, but Uh, it's okay. (laughs) Chill, it's chill. I mean, originally, I'm not from New Jersey. I'm from somewhere in New York, but we moved to New Jersey when I was 15, um, and I went to MMY for seminary. Very nice. I very loved nice. it there. And it we went great. to Maya Note together. That's how Shoshana and I know each other. Yes. Yeah, I was the little add-in over here. Shout out to Nisa. <laughs> we love you, Nisa. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how many times we can say Nisa in this podcast. <laughs> we were talking to Nisa the other day after she listened to the first podcast, and I said, we should, like, we obviously don't drink, but we were like, we mm. should, like take a shot of like juice or something every time we say Nisa's name in the first podcast so let's just get our our fill in now Nisa 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 Nisa. okay guys this topic is the tips and tricks of seminary what you need to know going in um once you're there and coming out so let's get it started so we didn't really have any like people I personally didn't have a lot of people to talk to because my sister went to seminary a long time ago so, you know, we felt that this would be helpful, especially because seminary acceptances are coming out very soon. And first of all, I just want to preface by saying that if you did not get into one of your choices, it is really nothing personal, and God does everything for a reason. Yes, agreed. And okay. there are so many places that are so good for different types of people, so don't stress too much about it. And I wish someone had told me that. And listen to your gut. I feel like a lot of times people kind of choose their seminaries based on other things but like for me at least it was like a gut knowledge that I knew I should go to T-Ferret even though I was like oh people are telling me I shouldn't like don't listen to other people listen to yourself like I had so many people telling me that T-Ferret was too religious for me or too jappy for me or too much for me and I ended up like excelling and loving it so you know yourself best listen to your own gut yeah I can relate to that especially because I applied to Amudim and to MMY and for a while, I thought I was going to Amudim just because it was, like, the cool new school that's, like, yeah. out of the ordinary and whatever. And then when I got my acceptances, I just, like, closed my eyes and chose MMY. And the minute I did that, I was like, why was I even considering Amudim? Because MMY was so obviously the right choice for me. So yeah. I agree with what Ricky said. Yes. Absolutely. So let's jump into it. We have a list in front of us. I'm just going to read them out. We're going to talk about them and tell you our tips and tricks. First of all, we're gonna we're gonna go like in a certain order. First, we're gonna talk about clothing. Obviously, you should go to Israel with the appropriate amount of clothing. And do not overpack. Do not overpack. Do not bring seven suitcases. Yes, don't don't do that. <laughs> I only brought two, but they were pretty big. I brought two. Um, Me so too. the first thing about clothing is that if you want. Basically, Shein and Israel. We don't condone Shein. They are anti-Semitic. But, yeah, no. <laughs> but, same idea. Cheap clothes, cute clothing. Zoya. This is a chain that is basically Shein, but, like, obviously in person. They don't have an online store. 
there's one on King George, which is right off of Benny Huda, and there's one in like literally every, every mall, city. Like literally, there was there was one in the mall near Ramapi in Ramapi Chemish also. Like all of my like summer clothing, like half of it is from Zoya. They have such cute stuff, and it's all very cheap. Obviously, this isn't like an essential. You don't need to go shopping, but like you know, sometimes you need some retail therapy. You know, seminary can be like a journey, and you just need to do something mind numbing. You know. And I don't know about what you guys thought of it, if you guys bought anything from there. I did, and I loved it. They have um, a lot of SNES clothing there also. I think, like, it's mostly SNES clothing. So I bought, like, four shirts, maybe, and, like, two shirts. shirts. They have good stuff there. Yeah, and two skirts, and, like, each one was, like maybe at most 20 shekel well the good thing about the fact that it's cheap is like when you go to seminary you're going on hikes and you're going everywhere and you're getting dirty and you're ripping clothing so you don't want to bring like your very expensive like a hundred dollar whatever fancy outfit whatever i don't even know fancy clothing you're talking don't bring fancy clothing don't bring fancy clothing okay you wanna (laughs) i think i ordered like a bunch of things before i went to seminary like cheap if they're ruined i don't care about them like they're gonna rip whatever like Seminary is fun, but it's not going to be fun if you're like, I don't want to ruin my Coco Chanel, like, sweatshirt. I don't even know what that is, but, like, whatever. Why are you bringing Chanel to... I don't know what... (laughs) It was an example. It was an example, guys. good for you, but, like, don't do that. The point is, Zoya is cheap, and if it gets ruined, it's not the biggest deal, which is what you want. I would... Shirts there used to be, like, five shack. Like, they were so cheap. Also, side note, this is not in our list, but I thought I'd mention it. Something that I think helped me so much, I wear the same jewelry, like, every day, the same rings and stuff like that. Only bring what you're going to wear consistently. If you are, if you bring a bunch of jewelry, that means you're probably going to lose some of it. And if it means something to you, obviously if it means something to you and you wear it all the time, that's different. Like, I have a necklace I wear every single day. But, like, don't bring a ton of expensive jewelry with you. That is... Don't bring expensive anything. Shoes, clothing, jewelry, It's anything. all going to get ruined. It's going to get ruined or it's going to get lost and then you're going to be sad. Exactly. And then I will say I told you so. Personally. Okay. <laughs> um, so another thing that uh, is more something that I can give as advice because uh, it's about Poland and they did not go to Poland. If you are planning on going to Poland and like you know you want to do that... Um, Please bring warm clothing because my parents had to send me thermal tights and thermal leggings and like thermal shirts and stuff to put under my sweatshirts when I was like outside. And if you think that it's not going to be that cold, you is wrong. It is very cold, it's especially Mahon Mayan. We went in January, like it, crazy people. Tifarat went in February, but I already went with my school before Tifarat, so I didn't go. Yeah. But. It's also, like, emotionally cold. That, too. Like, it might be Crying. sunny, and it could be, like, 90 degrees outside, and you will be cold and chilly because of what you're looking at and what you're experiencing and what you're seeing. So, Chills, definitely. yeah, definitely. That's, yeah. Be prepared for that, for sure. And make sure you stick with people who you're comfortable with so that if you need, like, a hug or you need a tissue, you know, like, do that. But also make sure. I, when we went to Auschwitz... I wore two pairs of thermal leggings and two pairs of thermal tights all together. And I wore like three layers on top. And that, my feet were still numb by the end of the day. We went so. and it was <laughs> raining and it was literally um, nasty. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. So just right. keep that in mind to Happy pack notes. that. Um, next is 
Move It and Get. If you don't know what these are, they're going to change your life, especially Move It. If you don't have Move It when you get to seminary, you have a problem. Because Agreed. I used it at least three times a week, probably. A week? I use it three times a day. Literally. And I know Israel. Like, I've been there many times. Don't expect it to be, like, absolutely amazing, because sometimes Move It, like, is horrible. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it goes. I was going to say, it, a lot of the time will tell you you're at the right stop when you're not. So you also have to, like pay attention to what the bus is saying like there's like a little screen on the bus and yeah yeah, you have to pay attention to that what number like i also it's like if you take the 72 and it goes like well i know like the 417 was but it's not like 417 on the way there and 418 on the way back they're both 417 so if you get on the wrong bus right and you have to make sure it's going the right direction and like and also don't be afraid to ask the bus driver like I did that all the time. I was really scared in the beginning, and then towards the end, I was just like, I would go up and be like, "This is going to like give out Washington, right?" And he was like, "Yeah, um, yeah. that's where Columbia <laughs> is." But um, yeah, that's it's extremely helpful most of the time. Sometimes it's like super annoying. Um, and Ravkov, get a Ravkov. Yes, it's basically yeah. you won't a get bus anywhere pass. Without it. It's a bus pass, basically. It's kind of like a metro card, like you. You put it, you, like, put it in a little machine right when you get on the bus, and you basically pay with it, and then you, like, refill it, whatever. Literally, the bus drivers don't want to deal with your cash. Do not pay with cash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they will hate you. They will literally hate you, and then they would tell you their friends. How yeah. that one person, They're that one s- American seminary girl used cash. They're going to talk about you at all their Shabbos tables. Like, oh, my God, this one seminary girl. Also, Israelis can smell seminary girls from a mile away. Yes. Like, the second, I would walk up to, like, a shop, and I wouldn't even say anything. It'd be like in English. English. They they start in English, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I look like a seminary girl. I forgot. Yeah, there's a shop like a little Macolet down the block from MMY, and like obviously all of us shop there, so like the cashiers know us. But for some reason, the cashier thought he like he had some obsession with Massachusetts. I think it was. So what? when I went, he was like, are you from Massachusetts? And he asked, like, all my friends if they were from Massachusetts. That's and so I was funny. like, Miranda. no. Oh, something that I think is worth mentioning. Um, so we have a good variety here. So I'm, I went to Mahomayan, which is, like, in the middle of God knows where. Like, literally, literally in the middle of nowhere. Literally. Mahomayan, when you walk out of Mahomayan's campus, you see a cotton field. Like, <laughs> literally. It's pretty, though. Yes, but, like... Not when you want to go somewhere. And do something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like when you're trying to travel somewhere for Shabbos, and like you know, Shabbos starts at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Like it's stressful. Um, it's very pretty. It definitely is, and I'm so happy that I went there because you know sometimes you have an excuse. Like when a friend in your shalom is like, "Oh, I want to meet up," and you're like, "I like don't really want to," so I'm just like, "Oh, I'm so far. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> you. you." My know? bad. Yeah. Um, the only thing is worth mentioning that I had to figure out the hard way is that. Some, not all, most buses are not this way, but there are some buses that are more long distance buses. The city buses are not like this, but the long distance buses, some of them are like, we call them the Hasidish buses, where they have the men sit in the front and the women sit in the back. If you see, if you get on a bus and you see a bunch of religious men sitting in the front of the bus and you see a bunch of women sitting in the back of the bus, be very aware that you will get yelled at if you sit in the front. It's not, like, a, a sexist thing. We all thought it was that. It's, like, a halakhic thing. Like, men are not supposed to look down a woman's back or whatever. So it's not, like, you know, a, a sexist thing. But just keep that in mind because I made the mistake of sitting in the front of the bus. I was like, I'm not going to sit in the back. And then I got yelled at. So, yeah. Most buses are not like this. 
but there are some buses like that so just you know be aware and we were talking about get so get i would say use in very dire situations don't use it all the time unless you're really wealthy because it's very expensive it's basically a taxi service yes it's also very annoying sometimes but um it is expensive i've only used it like when it was very close to shabbos and keep in mind as you get closer to shabbos that transportation stops like public transportation is like done like two or three hours before shabbos i've gotten abandoned so many times and had to use get because i didn't realize how close to Shabbos, like, I mean, how far away from Shabbos they would shut down transportation. Yeah, like, if you're going Shabbos away from Shabbos. Shabbos would start at, like, 6, and it would be, like... 3. Like, 3, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> the buses just stopped. And I was, like, in Yerushalayim, and had to get to, like, Beit Shemesh. Yeah. Like, oh, shoot. So, be very aware of that. Those two apps... Get is spelled with two Ts. It's G-E-T-T. Um, that's always helpful to have, but don't use it if you don't have to. Yes. So. But just bouncing off of Dahlia's idea, you gotta leave for Shabbos accordingly. Also, you're gonna get lost, and you're gonna get confused with the buses, 100%. and you're gonna miss a bus, and, like, don't take the last bus before Shabbos, because you can miss a bus very easily. Israelis don't wait for anyone. Like, you're late, you're late, sorry, sucks to be you, done. They're lost. They're gone. <laughs> and then you're stuck on the side of a highway at a random bus stop. You don't want that. Oh, yes. Definitely. Do not want that. So, plan accordingly. Um, okay, next thing, we're gonna get into, like, more, like, deeper stuff about, like, learning and relationships and things like that, but we just want to tell you about more practical things for, so, for when you are buying your toiletries, let me tell you, do not buy Pantene because it's, like, an American brand. Your hair will fall out and you will spend a fortune. Yes. Like, it, you are not meant to use like, American products with Israeli water. It won't work. I think, though, that if they're selling it in Israel, they, like, change the chemicals a little bit. Yes, it's but you will also spend, like, 70 to right, 80 Right, so that's the other shampoo. thing. It's so expensive. And the Israeli brands, like... Just as good. Yeah, they're just as good, and they're I like they're the way fine. they smell. They do smell. They have a lot of good scents. I like... They I do. When I came home from Israel, I, like wouldn't wash like one shirt so i could smell it and it smells like israel detergent and i'm like oh home <laughs> home oh my god literally yeah so be careful because i had a friend who brought pantene to israel like because she was like oh i use this all the time i'm not, like whatever she brought american pantene to israel and her hair was falling out for weeks like literally it was crazy your hair may fall out still i feel like all of my friends hair fell out in some your hair will fall out there was the water a is guarantee it, and don't freak out it's totally normal but um it will stop after a couple months yeah. <laughs> i don't even know about that also this is for the ladies if there is a boy listening be mature for a second your periods may be kind of out of whack oh okay yeah. we just said that what <laughs> okay yeah you're it's gonna it's gonna screw it up from the the plane and the and unfamiliarity like it's crazy and yeah. don't freak out it's completely normal everyone in my seminary freaked out everyone was like oh my god i haven't gotten it in like three months that was me yeah. i think one of my <laughs> friends didn't get it the entire time we were there yeah it just like it's, didn't happen it's fine it's normal it's not weird it's you're not normal. like dying you're fine yeah they like had they talked to us about that like right when we got there and we still all freaked out so don't worry it literally happens to everybody i cannot tell you one person who did not have issues with their cycle or with their hair falling out like yeah and the water's gonna screw with your stomach like if you drink the water it's gonna screw with your stomach for like five days and then you'll be fine right five days it's like after like a week you'll be fine yeah like just a warning so don't like you know decide that you 
can only drink bottled water because first of all that gets expensive also it's like just have to say this it's not so great for the environment all of that plastic but mostly it's expensive get a so reusable if water you just, bottle that and don't be afraid of like a little stomach ache it's it's uncomfortable but especially if you introduce the water into your system in like small amounts at a time you'll get yeah. used to it pretty quickly and then you'll be fine and you don't have to worry about having bottled water right yeah definitely so i think we're getting into like the the like deeper stuff now yeah we are okay so one she's of consulting things, a list i'm consulting a list I, oh no this is not this is kind of deep um so we're gonna talk about sem 70 because everyone loves woohoo we're like yeah. dancing over here you can't see us but we're dancing we're very excited so first of all it's not meant to be taken literally. You don't actually gain 70 pounds. If you do, that's kind of an issue. But you might want to yeah. see a doctor. You, <laughs> yeah. Just a but little. you will probably gain some weight, um, which is totally normal. Literally all of my friends gained weight. Um, but also keep in mind that you're going on hikes all the time yeah. and you're walking a lot. So you're not necessarily like just eating and like doing nothing. But you will be eating a lot because especially especially if you come from a small town and you don't have a lot of kosher food, you're, like, in heaven, which is me. Like, all all my friends who were, like, from, like, Teaneck or the Five Towns, they were, like, I don't understand the big deal. Like, we have, like, ten kosher restaurants. And I was, like, I have one. One. <laughs> I have a singular kosher restaurant in my town. So, like, I went ham the first, oh, my God. It is crazy. Definitely. But also, like, don't go out every night because it gets expensive and you're going to blow through your money so fast. And also, like, I don't know. I like to keep, I like to, like, save it for special occasions, friends' birthdays, all yeah. these random things. Like, you want to go out and you want to reward yourself for sure and, like, have fun and live your life. But don't, like, go out every night and buy, like, 17, like, I don't even know, expensive foods. But, like, because that will add on the weight and you'll go broke. Yes. Right. Also... Let's talk about the restaurants for a second, because that's a fun topic. Oh my god, <laughs> so good. So, go to Cafe Ramon. That is expensive. Yes, but heck. you have to, at least once, this was so good, on a Friday, I don't know if they still do this, but last year, they have this thing where on Friday mornings, if you go and you pay 60 shekel, yeah, I you, it's like an all-you-can-eat breakfast buffet. Yeah. It's so good. It, it is a little expensive, but just do it one time and you won't regret it. So you won't regret it. I had a rule, which, you know, not everyone is going to, like, vibe with, you know, but it was a good rule for myself that I made sure that I only ate out at expen- an expensive place once a month, and that was, like, my treat. So, like, I would get, like, I didn't really get Cafe Ramon so much, but, like, if I wanted to go to Waffle Bar, I didn't really go that much there either. Like, a more expensive place, I did that once a month, and the rest was, like, Big Apple Pizza, Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut sucks. Sorry. Okay, I'm just <laughs> gonna say it. Pizza Hut made me nauseous like no other. Like, falafel. Falafel. New Delhi. Stuff like that. Oh my god. New Delhi was my jam. Oh my god. <laughs> New Delhi and because I was cheap as heck, McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> McDonald's has four shek ice cream. I just want to put that Highly recommend. It's good um, ice cream. And also something that became my obsession that is not a chain and it's only on Benny Huda and it's at actually phenomenal you have to go there at least once is the muffin boutique what is a muffin boutique no 
Shoshana's I making her face. No, We're very that, excited. Like, tiny, tiny. It's very small. Cafe? Yeah. Kind of. yeah. Oh, it's so good. Their muffins are beyond insane. Like, so crazy. One time they had a muffin. I've only had it once because it's so popular and it sells out really quick. They had this muffin once. And it's obviously, like, don't get it for lunch. Like, you need actual lunch because it's basically cake. <laughs> but it's this muffin that is, like, chocolate chocolate chip and then it's filled with cheesecake. Oh, I Yum! Hate that sounds so <laughs> good. Cheesecake. Oh my gosh! Oh my god, that's so good. Ricky hates cheesecake. I know. Cake, my but... father's a baker. I feel like I should preface this. My father is a baker, so like, I'm hard to please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But their other muffins are also insanely good. I introduced all of my friends to it, and they all became obsessed. So if you're on Ben Yehuda, it's very small. It's towards the top of Ben Yehuda. Oh, also something else I'm gonna say is that Katsafet is expensive and overrated. I'm oh my say. god, not a fan. Unpopular Aldo's. opinion. Aldo's. Aldo's is. Mm, um, I don't know about that. Really? Re- rebar. It's my oh, favorite. Rebar. No, rebar also is so. Um, rebar is the most American thing I've ever been to in my life. I Literally, it. it's America. And I was just like, no, bro, no. I <laughs> I really liked coffee bean. I love rebar. I went, I went to Coffee Bean, but also my brother worked there, so I'd get, like, free coffee, because he doesn't drink coffee, and he got, like, f- a free drink. Oh, my so God. So, I would get my, his... He would be, like... Like, I would literally sit down, and my coffee would be there, because he, like... If I, like, told him I was coming, he would just oh order. Goodness. It was great. <laughs> and it's... Coffee Bean's expensive, also. It was, like, 22 shekel for coffee, so it was great. What? It was, yeah. It's hella expensive. Hella good, though. I really like their food. There's also... This is not on our list, but I'm just gonna say it, that there is a bookstore that if you... Say Yes! Oh my god, I love that bookstore! Okay, oh yes. my goodness. So sorry for headphone users right yeah. now. Oops. <laughs> but, um, pretty much, it's called Safer with Safel, and it's the smallest, like, you really have to look for it, but it's so cute. Um, one of my friends introduced me to it, and I became obsessed, and I went back so many times. It's a really small bookstore, and you can actually buy a book and then bring it back and, like, exchange it. For yeah, another book. store credit. Oh my god, it's so good. They also are very known for, like, bringing Sparim to seminaries and yeshivas. So, like, you know, they would come and, like, bring a variety of books for, like, a Sparim sale. And they would, they would, um, give us our books and, like, obviously sell them to us. So, look for small bookstores. That is a really fun activity to do. Because they're so fun. Obviously, if you're not a book person, that's totally chill. But book people watch out but also just like bounce off that is like find the little nooks and crannies like find the stories yes. you like like explore don't go to like the classic like american seminary places like really like find what israel is to you and find the places that you love definitely and yeah for sure and also another book place i'm gonna mention is in it is in um Me'asharim. it's a known seminary yeshiva bookstore it's called men Mendy? Manny's. 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 I don't know why I said Mendy's. Oh my god, yeah. Mendy's is a restaurant next to Stern. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's Manny's. Um, please make sure you're dressed appropriately because you might get yelled at. Yeah, um, just a little. Just a tad. But yeah. Manny's is like my happy place. Like, oh my gosh, I could spend hours there. Oh my god, I've never crazy. been. Crazy. Really? Oh my god, Ricky. Uh, um, I have. We I got all my sperm at the sperm sale that T Ferret provided. And then I have, everyone's got, like, their sitter or whatever, but I have a sitter from my bat mitzvah that I really love, and I wrote all my notes in it, so I didn't want to get a new one. Um, so I just never went. So I, my friend, uh, shout out to you, Miriam, she's this adorable Chabad queen, um, she took me there, and I, like, was not into, like, 
learning on my own free time in high school, like, at all. It was, like, not my thing. But I had started to just, like, go into our base at Mahomayan and just learn there. Um, so I had found this book. It's called, oh, it's, like, Praying with Joy. Praying or with Fire. Praying with Fire. Yeah, there's I a whole, it. so there's a whole set to it. Like, there's a bunch of books. So I was reading with one, I was reading the first one. I really liked it and then I found a set of all of them like the mini version of all of them in Manny's and it was like they were mini and it was like 90 check for all of them which is like not a lot I love of money. them I have a bunch yeah. of quotes from that book in my sitter because it's I very highlight. like practical English and easy to understand and I highlight it's and good. it's modern so mm-hmm. so I called my mom because something that I think was very helpful for me was budgeting yes um we had an Excel spreadsheet that my parents, like, also had access to because my family is very organized and we love like, spreadsheets. Um, <laughs> so, literally, like, I would put in... Anytime I spent money, I would put in how much I spent, the date that I spent it on, and what it was for. So, like, I had... There was, like, essentials and non-essentials. So, like, food and, like, clothing, that was, like, non-essentials. And that was, like, I had a budget for that. And then essentials were unlimited, so, like, transportation and, you know, like, if I needed school supplies or something like that, then that was, like, an essential, obviously. Um, also, gifts for, um, for host. hosts for Shabbos. Don't forget to bring a gift for your host. Bring a gift. Oh Even God. if they say they don't want anything. anything. Just literally pick up some flowers. like Flowers, yeah, candy. Anyway. Um, so, that's just a side note. So, I called my mom because I was like, maybe she'll, like, say that this could be, like, an essential or something. So I called her, and I was like, hey, so I'm in this, like, bookstore in, um, Maya Sharim, and my mom was like, excuse me? Like, <laughs> what? Who are you? And I was like, I was wondering if I could buy these, like, Svarim, and she was like, what? And, like, later my dad, she said yes, and later my dad called me, and he was like, I heard you bought, like, Svarim in Maya Sharim. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. Um, okay. Yes, we're running um, out of time, so yes. let's hurry this up um, a little bit. So another thing is that, like we said, just to highlight, don't go out every night. It's very expensive. And also you should, like, you know, you could spend time with your friends and have fun, like, you know, at seminary. Like, yeah. my friends and I yeah. did, like, cooking nights or like movie nights and whatever you don't need to like go out in order to have fun yeah like i think half of like my fondest memories of seminary is literally me going to my friend's room and literally sitting in her bed and talking and eating candy or literally just sitting on our phones but like you know with friends with people or making green beans like literally at 12 a.m she like decided that she wanted a green bean green beans and like fries like so we made it like you know what like (laughs) right like that's like my favorite memories like that's what i look back on i don't look at back at like the day we, we went out to like i don't know whatever wherever we went like i don't remember that i don't remember either yeah. like i remember like the comfort and the fun and like the excitement of like what am i gonna do tonight with my friends in the dorms you know acting crazy being ourselves yeah and something else that i think is also very very important which is something to be careful about is your reputation and that sounds kind of like you know like, ridic- like, I don't know, snarky or whatever. But what I mean by that is that you need to be very careful careful of your surroundings because there are a lot, most seminaries, um, and if you're a boy, I guess, yeshivas, are very aware of, like, they have eyes really everywhere, honestly. If you are hanging out with friends and you see that you happen to be next to a bar, even if you're not in it, even if you're not drinking, 
move away from that because if you are seen outside of a bar or outside of like you know somewhere sketchy or you're like with people that are drinking and stuff even if in your mind you're like I know like I'm not drinking I'm like not the one who's smoking and like all that stuff you it won't look good and it's just not worth it to get in trouble or god forbid get kicked out yeah too fair I'd had a two-hour rule if you were seen drinking or drunk or smoking or anything you literally would get kicked out if you were at crack square you were kicked out be careful of where you are be careful always 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 be careful of where you are and what you're doing like your reputation is you're building your reputation right now with your teachers and once it's lost like you're screwed yeah and it also just i can't even imagine even like putting aside getting kicked out and getting in trouble I feel like it really puts a strain on your relationship with your teachers, which is, we'll get to later, like, one of the most important things that I got out of my year is, like, relationships with my rebellion and, like, my teachers, and, like, as much as, like, this sounds horrible, all the teachers will know. Every single one will know, and every single one will automatically not judge you, but your reputation is not taken lightly. Yes, definitely. They're they're not gonna um, take it out on you or anything in class, but like be aware that they're gonna know like if they heard like oh like so-and-so was like i like they saw them at crack square and whatever like you don't want to know that they know that you know so just be aware of that even if you don't if you know if you're not doing anything wrong just don't put yourself in a situation to get in trouble you know so uh i guess we can lead into talking about teachers relationships with teachers that is like so important like incredibly important i still there's one um, rabbi that I, he's, like, my, my rub that, like, Paskins on, like, Halacha for me. And I still talk to him all the time. Um, he also taught a T-Ferret, and I love him so much. Yes. <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> um, he, he, yeah. It's just very much, you need to find your teachers. I have a lot of friends who were very close with one particular teacher, Emma Holmayon, and I, like, wasn't as close with him. And mm-hmm. that's totally fine. You don't need to be close with all the same teachers, you need to find what works for you, um, but, you know, these are, like, if you're going to a good place, then your teachers are going to want to continue that relationship with you after seminary and yeshiva. Yeah. After, you're, like, I still have teachers that text me good Shabbos and, like, ask me how I'm doing from time to time, and, like, you know, it's, they really, really check up on you, and I thought that after it was over that, like, our relationship was done, they were not going to want to talk to me anymore, that they didn't care about me. They all reach out still, and but that's up to you to make that relationship. Yeah, you yeah. have to really try. Like, you're basically going into, like, their territory, so you need to, like, make the effort to make that connection. Yeah. Um, and also, it benefits you. Like, I had one teacher that I was really close to, and, like, it was... I was deciding whether or not to go to the army at one point. I, like, really talked about it with her. Um, like, they are really there to help you, but you need to make that effort. You need to make that connection, and it will benefit you in the long run. 100%. I also just want to say, though, that, yes, relationships with your teachers are important, but, like, I know for myself, I'm not really that type of person who, like, goes out of my way to talk to teachers. Like, I was never like that, and so I felt so much pressure to do that in seminary just for, like, the sake of having a relationship with a teacher, to just, like, make a meeting with them, just to talk, even if I didn't have anything in particular to talk about. Like, a lot of girls were doing that. And then I realized, like, I don't need to do that because if I have a question or if I have something I want to talk about, I absolutely made meetings with teachers. But, like, don't force it. Don't force it, exactly. If it doesn't feel comfortable or natural for you, you don't need 
to make yourself do it. You don't need to make yourself do it, but if you do want it, if that's something you want it, you need to make the effort. Yeah, because right. keep in mind that they actually, Macomb was very open about their policies with teachers, that there are a lot of things that teachers are not allowed to do that you don't even realize. Like, they're really not allowed to, like, approach you about personal things, like, or anything. But, like, you know, if you go up to them about something, they're all more happy to talk to you. So, like, it's not even, like, don't feel like, oh, like, this teacher's not putting in an effort. Like, it's not a friendship. Like, I hate right. to say it like that, but it's not. And, like they are not allowed to, like, you know, come up to you. They're allowed to come up to you, but, like, you know, they can't, like, talk to you about personal things until you go to them, you know? Like, they'll definitely ask you if you're okay if they see something's wrong, but there are certain things that they just simply are not allowed to do, so you really, really need to put in the effort. But once you put in the effort, it is all reciprocated, obviously, appropriately. Um, So just keep that in mind. You really need to put in the effort, and I guess that can lead into um, friendships. Because that's even more important because these are your friends for a lifetime yeah like really um yeah friendships are really important but also like i know i went alone and i was very scared to like leave my comfort zone and and go make friends and like it took me like until november to find like the two true friends that i'm still in touch with today um but like if you want friends you need to make the effort no matter how like scary it is especially like i went in knowing absolutely no one so i was like petrified i'm very introverted um, so you need to, like, really make that effort and step out of your comfort zone and go up to people and be like, hi, I'm Ricky, I'm from Maryland, like, da-da-da, like, just, just talk to people, and, like, eventually it will form into friendships, and I'm telling you, like, these friendships are amazing. When you're living with your friends, it's literally the best, like, yeah. again, at mm-hmm. one o'clock in the morning, I would go up to my friends and, like, literally just lie in her bed on my phone with her on her phone, but it would be, like, nice, you know, company, like, it's fun. Yeah, and also just, like, for me, like, my big turning point was, like, the first week that we were in for Chavez, I remember there was, like, the door was open to one of the rooms, and I saw that there was a bunch of girls sitting there, like, on the beds, and they were all talking, there was, like, ten girls in there, and I literally gave myself a pep talk, like, I went back into my room, and I was like, okay, you're gonna walk in there, just... Like, as a reference, we are all pretty introverted. Yeah. So, I... Yeah, like, we're all pretty, like, loud. Like, not loud. We're very outgoing when we're with each other. But, like, you know, with new situations, we're pretty introverted. So, I was, like, literally, like, hyping myself up. I was like, okay, you're going to go in there. Everyone... Just keep in mind, everyone is just as afraid as you are. Yeah, it's No matter really how true. extroverted you are, you're terrified. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you're gonna you're gonna go in there. You're just gonna sit down. You're gonna introduce yourself, but it's gonna be fine. And I went in there, and literally, I sat next to my girl Sydney. I love you so much. Also, I think it's her convertiversary tomorrow. You are amazing. You go, girl. <laughs> we love you, Sydney. Sydney's also at Stern. Um, oh, is she? She's not at the dorms. Oh. Uh, we love you. Um. So. I, like, sat next down next to her, and she was so nice, and I met other people there. That And actually, the room I walked into was the room that I switched into later on, but I made so many friends just from walking in there. Like, literally, just the little things. Like, you staying in your room every single night and, like, staying on your phone and not talking to people is not going to make you friends. Yeah. You cannot expect people to come to you. You have to make the effort, so. Um, yeah, I just, I want to, I think, take a little bit of a different perspective on this, and that is... I was lucky I went in with a couple of friends, like, two of my best friends from high school. And a lot of girls at MMY came in with, like, a group of friends. Um, So something that you should be aware of is that you want to be making new friends also. Yes, keep your old friends, but don't, like, 
latch on. Yeah, don't latch on. And also, don't be, like, like worried if you see your friends making new friends. Because yeah. you're also supposed to be making new friends. It's all part of the process. And it's all part of the seminary experience. So you just need to realize that, like, if you want to keep those old friendships, you can and you will. But don't only focus on those. You want to make new friends, too. Agree. There's definitely room to grow. But also, it's not like... If, like, let's say us three went into seminary and we became friends with other people, no one is replacing anyone. You're just adding to the friend list. You're not, like, replacing. Don't think, don't get jealous and don't get annoyed that they're finding new friends because they're not replacing, I mean, if they're good friends, they're not replacing you. Like, uh, that's a really good point, Shoshana, that, like, you can go in with friends and still make new ones. Definitely. Um, Also, something that's very important is, uh, I guess, going off of, like, friends and peers is that you should not be comparing yourself to other people and comparing your growth which is incredibly important because I did that a lot like oh this person is davening mincha every day and like I'm not doing that and they're doing dafyomi and like all that stuff and it's like you're you're every it's like I said this in I think the last podcast where I was like "Eh, every person's like a snowflake like everyone's (laughs) different as cheesy as that is it's true everybody's so different everyone has different values I guess some people not values, but I guess some people connect more to SNES than, like, you know, learning an extra amount. So don't compare because you're growing at your own rate. Not every f- flower grows the same, you know. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> this is just the podcast for, you know what? Classic cliches, Dahlia decides to say. Okay. You know what? It's fine. Um, no, but definitely that's an important part. Like, you're growing at your own rate. You're growing by yourself. And do not fake flip out. Yeah, oh, my God. Because if you flip it's out in so October, it, you can see right through her, you, the person, okay? Like, it's fake and it's annoying. Like, if you flip out, great. But do it on your own terms, not because that person flipped out. I need to. That person's dominating. I need to. Like, everyone grows at their own pace. And everyone, everyone kind of has their strengths and their weaknesses when it comes to, like, doing mitzvah and doing yeah, whatever right. you're doing. And also springing off of that um is that when people say flip out or some people kind of go into seminary with this attitude that okay this is going to be my year where I'm going to be like super from and I'm going to do everything right but then when I go home I'll just be like my old self you don't first of all that that mindset is like a little bit ingenuine like it's not a genuine attitude to have and it's temporary and you're not going to really get anything out of that And remember that seminary isn't meant to be that. It's meant to give you the tools to continue to grow later. So, like, I know for me, I felt like at the end of my seminary year, I didn't feel like I was where I wanted to be. But I had to remember that, like... You keep growing. You keep growing even afterwards. And I still now, I use the tools and the things that I learned in seminary to continue to grow. And that's what seminary is for. So if you get to the end and you don't feel like you're at the place where you want to be... Don't be discouraged. Right. Because yeah. it's not a one-year process. And right. don't, just don't go in with expectations of, like, I, during this year, I want to do these things. Because it really should come naturally. Like, I had a friend who, like, a guy who said to me, like, before he went to yeshiva, said, I am going to become a shomer this year. That's my goal. And I was like, first of all, that's not a goal you should have. <laughs> second, <laughs> second, I mean, obviously, like, if you become a shomer, that's, like, amazing. But you shouldn't 
I feel like the perception is that you go into seminary, you, like, start covering your knees, your elbows, your collarbone, you're, like, showing a gear. You're going like, to dial it three times a day. You're going to did it did it. Like, yeah. no. Don't take on... Also, don't take on too much, because that's what I did. Like, I did not daven at all when I went to seminary, and then I, like, immediately was like, I'm going to daven every single day, and then, like, I kind of crashed and got overwhelmed, because that's a lot to take on at once. And I was comparing myself to other people, like I said. It was... Not good, and obviously I met with the head of Michal Mayan, who was, like, literally, like, God sent. He's amazing. Um, Rav K, shout out to you. I highly doubt you will hear this, but if you do, I will be very happy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so just make sure you don't take on too much at once. And, like, he said that to me. He was like, you're taking on too much at once. You're comparing yourself to other people, and those are things that you just shouldn't be doing. It's very hard because, like, you know, you're surrounded by people who are doing all the same things as you. But you really can't compare. Yeah, and don't go with expectations. Like, go in and be like, I want to grow as a person. Or I, right. But, like, you can't say, I'm going to be an um, amazing Jew and cover my knees and elbows and do this and do that and learn whatever. I don't even know what you want to do. But, like, whatever you want. Yeah. Like, right. I kind of went in with this expectation of I wanted religious friends and I wanted, I wanted to learn. I wanted to end up with enjoying learning like i want to learn because i wanted to not because i was forced you to take tests and stuff which also when you're choosing your classes do it because you want to not because your friends are doing it not because someone told you to do it like i took a lot of text based in high school because i needed to and in seminary i was like i want the discussion i want to sit there and advocate and argue and really go into the details about why not with a text so i went into a lot of discussion based classes and it doesn't mean I couldn't read Hebrew and it couldn't mean I couldn't read the text or I wasn't like smart enough like that's not a thing take the classes that you want to take because you enjoy it this is your year make it your own right I want to jump off of that point that it's your year I remember when I was going into seminary I felt all this pressure because there seemed to be this image of what you're supposed to look like and what you're supposed to get out of seminary and what you're supposed to be like at the end every person is different so they're gonna like I know at MMY like and even beforehand and from other girls who used who like went to seminary in the past like you get all of these things like oh make sure to do this make sure to do that don't take don't listen it to them. like I mean <laughs> listen to them but as advice and like but you have to remember that it's your year it's not theirs they had theirs already it there is no one right way to do it exactly Definitely. it's your year make the most out of it like. Don't be afraid to ask questions and, like, because, once again, like, it's your year and you're not there to just, like, you know, like, learn and, like, if you have a question, they want you to ask questions. These teachers are not there to make money. I'm just going to be blunt. Yeah. (laughs) They're not. These teachers do it because they love it. They really do. And they want you to ask questions because if you have a question about something that is unclear to you... You might as well throw the entire class away if you aren't going to ask questions. Because if something's not clear to you, you need to know what is, like, if there's a halakha that you're, like, curious about, go and ask about it. Because that's what they want. That's what you should be doing. And, obviously, if it's out of your comfort zone, I get that. I totally do. But, like, you know, you have to be comfortable to do that. Um, And, like, we were saying, classes that you enjoy. I picked, like, half classes that I enjoyed and half classes that were, like, practical to me. Like, kashrut and, like you know, just general halacha stuff that I knew would be helpful to me. But don't take stuff that you are expect expected to take, you know? I'm putting quotation marks, but you can't see. Right. Uh, you yeah. know, like, there's really... you. 
don't have expectations. Go in with no expectations, and whatever classes, you're like, this sounds so cool. Take that class. Yeah, I had a philosophy class where it was literally questioning Judaism, and I loved it. Because we, like, argue about free will, whether or not it was a thing. We argued about, like, how do you know Judaism's, like, the correct, like, our religion? Like, how do you know it's not, like, made up? And I loved it. I loved sitting there and talking about it and arguing. I don't really have so many notes about it because it was all discussion and I thrived and I loved it. Like, the teacher and I got really close. Like, you gotta make it your year. It's your year. It's no one's else. I... I think that's, like, the theme of this podcast. Yeah, like, 100%. When you're choosing it, when you're there, and even after. Like, you go to the same seminary and have two different experiences. But, again, it's it's your experience. No one can tell you it's right or wrong. Yeah. Like, so many girls. Every girl, girl and guy comes out differently. And that is perfectly okay because it's your journey. It's nobody else's. And you should not be comparing yourself to other people. Or if you had a sibling that went to the same place as you, you don't need to come out looking the same way as them because... You know, my sister was telling me to take all these classes. She wasn't forcing me, but she suggested them. And I happened to enjoy most of them because they're very similar. But, you know, like, once again, like, not every person's the same. And don't think that if you don't do what everyone else is telling you that you're not going to have a fulfilling year. Because it's up to you. And once again, like Ricky said in the beginning, bringing it full circle, go with your gut. Yes. And, like, really trust your gut. Because this year is about you. I say this all the time. This is the year to be selfish. Yes. Agreed. And, yep. That's, I, we should put that as the name of this yes. podcast. <laughs> year to be selfish. This is I mean, your year. Don't take that too far. Like, don't start being mean to other people. Don't like, be rude. pushing them away. <laughs> but, like, but, like, go out. To focus on yourself. Have fun. And your exactly. Yeah. Yes. I feel like high school is all about impressing other people. Right. And, like, you and know, college and this. And, and like, yeah. Right. You know, like, don't your fall into that status. trap. Yeah, don't. It's literally all about you yes all, mm-hmm. don't be like you know a jerk but like it's <laughs> all about you okay now that we've come full circle go with the gut i guess we're gonna end it here i'm ricky and i'm dahlia with our special special guest shoshana and thank you for listening and catch us next time bye